Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick podcast. It's your girl Amanda and we're back with another episode, another good Thursday. We love Thursdays because not only do we get a new episode of Confessions, but it's just one day closer to the weekend. So I hope you guys are all good. I hope you guys are all living your best lives and just good overall. So today I'm doing an episode that I've really wanted to do for a while. And actually, I wanted to do this episode with another person so I can get some perspective. But then I was like, you know what? I've been dragging it. I had it on my list since season one and we are almost done with season three. So I'm like, let's get it done. The topic that I'm going to be talking about today, though, I'm not going to lie. I have wrestled with the thought of this topic because I'm like, how will I talk about this topic without sounding like a hypocrite? Like, how will I get the message across without sounding judgmental? And I'm going to be talking about judging others and being judgmental. But the last thing I want to do is come off as judgmental. So that's just something I've really been thinking about, been praying about. And then I realized, like, you know, the Bible says bad company corrupts bad morals. And what would I be if you guys could never learn from me and if I could never learn from you? Like, that's the purpose of community. That's why we're here. That's why we have each other so we can learn from one another. So I hope that you'll take this episode with with the understanding that as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. And listen, I'm nobody's judge, just like you're no one's judge, right? So... I I really wanted to put that out there because I'm like, this could go left real quick if I'm not careful. So I wanted to talk about this topic because honestly, I feel like it's huge in the world of Christianity. I feel like there's always just a lot of judgment and I do believe that it's wrong. I don't believe that we as Christians should be putting ourselves in situations where we're judging another one, whether it be another believer or it be a non-believer. The Bible is filled with tons of scriptures as to judgment and, um, you know, being judgmental. You know, the Bible tells us to, you know, if we're without sin, to cast the first stone. The Bible tells us to judge, judge not lest ye be judged. I mean, it's filled with scriptures. I'm sure you can just type in judgment in your Bible app and you'll be bombarded with scriptures. And it's because it's not our place. We do not hold any authority to do that. But for some reason... We do it. And we've all been there. I'm sure you've probably been judged at a certain time in your life, or maybe you've been the one to judge. It's inevitable. I think we're all going to experience it. But that doesn't make it okay. That doesn't make it something that we should be doing. Me personally, I'll share my own personal experience with you guys. And as I'm saying this, I want you to take it with a grain of salt. But there was a point in my life where I was judged more from believers than I was from non-believers. And I kind of want to put it into perspective for you and for myself. The world that we live in is very accepting. You can be anything you want to be at any given point. And the world, when I say the world, I mean non-believers, the world will take you as you are. They don't care. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. It doesn't matter who you are right now. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anything right? They will accept you. Doesn't matter what kind of people you like. Doesn't matter what kind of, who you've slept with. Doesn't matter how many people you slept with. Doesn't matter what kind of drugs you do. It literally does not matter. The world is like, oh, you've done this? Come along. Oh, you do that? We accept you. But yet, 
believers, we find, we find out someone has done something and we're side-eyeing them or we're distancing ourselves from someone because their past looks like this or because they like this specific gender when we feel like they should like this gender. It makes me wonder how we think we're going to get a message across to anyone. Put yourself in the position of someone that does drugs, right? If you're going to have two options, either someone's going to welcome you and they're going to love you or they're going to talk down on you and they're going to judge you, which option do you think that you would take? You're going to take the option of the person that's going to love you, right? Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer. I'm not saying that we should accept everything, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't love everything. Christ has called us to love our neighbor. It doesn't matter what our neighbor has done or what they're doing. We've been called to love them. Now, the issue arises when we take it upon ourselves to condemn our neighbors or to bring them down because of the certain lifestyle that they're living. That's when the issue comes in. For me, there was a time, like I said, where Christians were side-eyeing me and, you know, I felt bad going to church because of being, you know, a, a young mom, a single mom. People would meet me sometimes without my child. And then later when they find out I had a child, it's like, oh, you have a, a child? First thing they do is glance to your ring finger. Don't see a ring there. Then they try to calculate your age and then they put two and two together. And then all of a sudden they're acting funny when I could be around people that are not Christians. And they're like, oh my goodness, that's so cool. I have a child too, or, you know, this and that. And it makes me feel like, so then why am I going to church? Don't get me wrong, if it wasn't for my own personal relationship with Christ and to be standing firm on what he's done for me and to have experienced Christ as my Lord and Savior, I wouldn't want to be a Christian if it was only based off of other Christians. That's me being honest with y'all. That's me being frank. I wouldn't. But it's the love of God and the mercy that God shows me himself that keeps me hooked And I'm not saying every Christian is like this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying every believer is judgmental. I'm not. But only you know how you react when you find out that someone is different from you. Only you know the thoughts that go through your head. And only you know the way that you're going to truly treat them. You know that. You may not express it. You may not show it. But you know what's going on in your heart. And Christ knows. You can't reach people that you don't love. If you only surround yourself with people that are exactly like you, that look exactly like you, that like the same exact things as you, there's no way you're going to be able to reach other groups of people. You have to be open-minded in the sense that you're willing to have conversations with people that have different thoughts than you. Because if you shut people out and you've already judged them or prejudged them, how are you going to be able to reach the lost? How are you going to be able to reach unbelievers? There's really no way. Imagine for a second, just imagine for a second that Jesus didn't dine with sinners. Imagine he didn't leave his mark. Imagine he didn't talk to people that weren't believers. Or even better, let's take it a step further. Imagine he cut you off because you you have a past. Imagine he didn't accept you because you have a past. Where would you be today? Where would I be today? Where would anybody be today? We'd be done We'd be finished. Like there would be no chance for us. But we're given a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a hundredth chance because of his grace. But yet we won't even talk to someone that's bisexual or we won't even talk to someone that has done something that we consider crazy. 
you know, I think each of us has, um, you know, the we should feel that burden to want to be out here loving people because really love is the only way that you can break barriers into another person's life. You're not going to win anyone by condemning them. You're not going to win them by, you know, making faces when they walk into a room, (laughs) you know, or by just being mean or being judgmental. Like people are not going to respond to that. They're only going to put a guard up. They're only going to want to distance themselves from you and you can't blame them. Think about times where you may have been judged or prejudged, right? You never even got a chance to show that person or that group of people who you truly were how amazing you truly were because those people have already shut you out. It's like you have so much more to offer than what they classified you as or what they categorized you as and they never even gave you a chance to show that. So if you have experienced it, why make someone else go through that? Again, I'm not saying that you have to accept or tolerate everything, but the first thing to know about another person is that they're a human being made in the image of God. So when we look at them through that, those eyes it's easier for us to have those conversations. But when you look at them and you label them based on sexual preference or history past or even what they're doing now, then you've already taken that away from them. You're not giving them a chance. Again, I've been there. I've been on both ends. I've been judged. I'm probably still going to be judged. Like That's never going to go away, right? And then I've also been a judge when I have no business being a judge because I didn't go to the school of law. Who am I? Literally, who am I to judge? What cross did I die on for anyone? No cross. No cross at all. So again, I I say all this to say that we as Christians, we as believers, we need to be aware of the way we interact with people. We need to be be aware of the way we treat people. We need to be aware of the way we treat people. We need to always remember that this person is a child of God first and foremost. Christ created this person in his image. So we need to love them because of that. We also need to love them because the Bible tells us to. I think if you find yourself in a position where it's hard for you to accept people or you find yourself prejudging people, the first thing I would ask you to do is repent, right? You can repent. You can tell God. I always say it. Be vulnerable with God because he knows anyway. He's the last person you should try to like put up a front with. It's like, God, I'm struggling with loving this group of people. Help me. And trust me, he will. He really will. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy. I'm not saying that you're going to want to do it. I'm not saying any of that. But I am saying that the more you do it, the easier it will become. You'll be surprised to know how many amazing people are in this world and we shut them out just because they look different than us. Or for whatever reasons we've come up in our mind to judge them. You're missing out. You can learn from anyone and anyone can learn from you. So don't be so caught up on a certain look or a certain characteristic that if a person doesn't have it, you immediately, you're done with them or you've shut that person out. Once you pray, once you seek God, you'll notice that it becomes easier. It'll, it becomes easier for you to love on people, for you to just enjoy other people. And then most importantly, you can be a positive, godly impact on their lives. It's not always about shoving the word of God down someone's throat. Sometimes it's simply by your actions. Sometimes people are going to be more curious about the God you serve based on the way you treat them than anything you say to them. Because again, words mean nothing if actions are not there to back it up. If you're telling me to come to church, but yet you're looking at me side-eyed because you found out this and that about me, why on earth would I want to come to your church? 
Because I'm going to think in my mind, well, if you're like that, that means everyone in your church is like that. And why would I put myself in a hostile situation? But if you find out something about me and you're still inviting me to your church, it's going to be like, oh, okay. You know, so there are people out there that don't really care that I've done this or they don't care that I look like this. Okay, I'm, I'm interested. That doesn't mean they'll come right away, but you've at least sparked their interest. And that really should be the goal. Again, it's a constant struggle. People have been judging since the beginning of time. You know, it's something that for some reason we as humans, we just, we just naturally do. I do it. I still do it myself, right? But at least now I try to catch myself. Because it's one thing to do something and not even realize that you're doing. And it's another thing to do something and at least be aware like, you know what? No, nope. It's none of my business. I don't, nope. <laughs> you know, just shut yourself down. Like, nope, I'm not even going to say it. Like when you want to say it, it's like, no. Because even sometimes now I'll be having conversations and I'll be like, well, that's their life. You know, like I should not even be talking about this. The most I should be doing is praying for that person. And that goes a long way. The more you begin to train yourself to like just shut down those thoughts, shut down those conversations, over time, it just won't even happen anymore. The struggle is real, y'all. The struggle is real. We're all in it together. We're all going through the same experiences. If you feel like you have been judged, never let that bring you down. Never let that make you feel like you're less than. You are made in the image of Christ. So if anyone has judged you or prejudged you for what you've been through or for who you are at this moment, remember who you are. Don't forget it. Don't let the words of other people bring you down. And keep respecting yourself as the person Christ has created you to be. And if you're on the other end, if you're a little bit judgmental, it's all right. But we're going to need to bring it back. (laughs) Remember what we've been called to do, which is win souls for the kingdom. We're privileged to know Christ. We should consider it a privilege. So let's use it. Let's use it. Let's be in heaven and be like, oh, you're here too. I remember when I invited you to my church, (laughs) you know, like, honestly, like, let's, let's focus on what's really important. A person's past is not important, doesn't matter, shouldn't matter. What a person prefers is not important. What's important is their soul. How are you going to reach their soul? You're never going to be able to do it by condemning them. So let's put judgment to the side, right? Let's leave that. We have no business with it. And let's focus on what's important, which is the soul. I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. I hope you don't feel judged by this episode. (laughs) Not trying to judge you guys, but I want to be real with myself. I want to be real with you guys. This is confessions. And just understand like we're all trying to get better together. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I hope you've learned from it. I hope maybe if you can identify some areas in your life that you may need to just, you know, kind of touch up a little bit, I would encourage you to do so. We are coming up on the last episode of season three, and I'm just, I'm so grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for you guys. Thank you for all the messages. That's really nice of you guys to, you know, take time out and message me. It really means a lot. It makes me know that I'm not just talking to myself and people actually care to listen and you guys actually care to reach out so again you can always follow confessions of a christian chick on instagram or send an email to confessions of a christian chick at gmail.com and i'll catch you guys in the next episode bye